millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. And you're listening to Red Pill 78, another episode of Red Pill News Live. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the corruption detector, and I thank you very much for joining us. If you wouldn't mind, don't forget to hit that like button as you come on in. I'm trying to get the stream going on Getter. It looks like it's not working. Not quite sure what's going on. They completely changed the way they do everything. They actually have donations over there now and a place to throw your sponsors and a whole bunch of other custom details. But, of course, with every new rollout, oftentimes there are bugs. So if you're here from Getter... Because you'd normally be over there. Thanks for hanging out. Hope you're over there on Pilled.net. Maybe you're over there on Rumble. But no matter where you are, hit the red pill, hit the like button, and get ready because we have a lot to talk about today. Big, big news coming out of the House of Representatives. It's been an emotional day for would-be Republican Speaker Tom Emmer. Arguably the deep state's number one pick. Sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn, because we're going to be right back after this. Hey there to all you Red Pill 78 viewers who are also adventurers and everyday explorers. Have you been on the lookout for a backpack that seamlessly combines functionality, affordability, and durability? Well, you can look no further. Introducing the Kanozen Arctos 45L 
outdoor rucksack backpack available at Kenozen.com. Whether you're gearing up for a hike in the wilderness, prepping an emergency bug out bag, or you just need a reliable everyday carry, the Arctos 45L has got you covered, and here's why. It's designed for ultimate reliability and versatility. This isn't just any old backpack. It's designed for patriots who demand the best. Use it for your daily commute, as a specialized go bag, or even as a trusty companion during emergencies. It's also ultra-durable and lightweight. It's crafted with 900D nylon. It's built to withstand the harshest conditions while ensuring it doesn't weigh you down. Plus, this baby is water-resistant. Come rain or shine, the Arctos 45L stays dry so your powder can too. It's also laptop-friendly. Got tech? Well, that's not a problem because it comfortably fits a 17-inch laptop, making it perfect for digital nomads and students alike. Plus, it'll help you stay hydrated with a dedicated hydration packet and a super convenient pass-through port. You're going to stay 70% water. Truly, this pack is the best of both worlds, where comfort meets functionality. Adjustable, cushioned back and shoulder straps keep you balanced, even with five large gear components jammed to the brim. Stay snug and secure with a waist sternum and compression straps that guarantee no sloppy bouncy bag bumps and it's got self-healing zippers have you ever had a zipper break on your bag it's done well not with the arctos 45l and for those of you who love to customize the arctos 45l even has a hook and loop system for morale and unit patches so why wait get your kenosin arctos 45l outdoor rucksack backpack right now at kenosin.com the link is in the description below that's k-e-n-o-z-e-n Dot com. Plus, the cool thing is these guys are viewers of the program, so I want to thank them for sponsoring today's video. And remember that when you support my sponsors, you also support this channel. All right, big thank you to Two Feathers for dropping that donation over there on Ko-Fi. I really do appreciate it. And also the good men and women at Kenozen.com. They truly do watch the show. They reached out to me through the website, and uh, we finally got an ad up for them. So I want them to know how much I appreciate them helping me keep this show on the air, and hopefully you guys will support them as well. Truly is uh, an awesome thing. Anyways, like I said in the beginning, we have a big day happening in the House of Representatives. Now, I see that Legbad has some particular thoughts about those smug bastards in Congress. Let me begin by saying that one Tom Emmer began the day believing that by the end of this whole thing, he was going to be Speaker of the House. And there is no exaggeration here when I tell you that he was totally 100 percent the deep state candidate. You see, Tom, although he is a Republican, although he pretends to be conservative, he was actually the front man for a George Soros family operation that was working and is continuing to work to do away with the Electoral College. Uh, this is something that Democrats and communists would love to have happen because it means that they'll be able to rig the popular vote in a much easier way to ensure that their man or woman will always be the winner of the election. So after stealing all of the support in Congress from Jim Jordan, who is arguably the most popular Republican in Congress, also, uh, in my opinion, truly the only person who has put his hat in the ring who really would do the job that the American people are asking of him. 
Tom Emmer went through a series of secret votes, and he was able to garner enough support to become the official nominee for Republican Speaker of the House. Of course, that meant that Tom would have to go through the same sort of vote whipping that Jim Jordan attempted to do to get enough votes together so that when they got to the floor, they would be assured that he would be able to win. Well, After going through not once, not twice, not third, not four rounds, Tom Emmer finally became the official nominee. Byron Donalds got knocked out of the race. There were a couple of candidates that remained, but they both deferred to Tom Emmer because it looked like maybe they were going to be able to blackmail enough members of Congress to get him through. But thank God for the 20 or so America First Republicans that sit in Congress because quite literally they are the ones who stopped this George Soros plant from garnering the level of support that he needed to become Speaker of the House. Now, you may know Tom Emmer if you are a resident of Minnesota. But if you're not a resident of Minnesota, I wouldn't fault you for not knowing who this guy is because he's really not memorable outside of the fact that he takes a check from George Soros. In those secret ballots, he was able to secure 107 votes. That was more than uh, Johnson, who had 56, Byron Donalds and Hearn. They had 25 apiece. Uh, Hearn also actually officially dropped out after the fourth round and Byron Donalds voluntarily left. So you had uh, just a couple of other votes that were going to other members. But now they were down to Tom Emmer and Mike Johnson. Not a big fan of Mike Johnson myself either. But there were a couple of people who were really pushing for Tom Emmer to be the guy. So what is this group that he was drawing a check from George Soros? This is the National Popular Vote Campaign. It was launched all the way back in 2006. And uh, if you remember during the Obama administration, it was an idea that Obama and uh, his uh, his cronies had floated at that time. You've, for the last 20 years probably, heard something about the uh, Democrats suggesting that, oh, we need to do away with the Electoral College. We need to allow the people to select their president or, you know, whatever it is. Uh, but the efforts to overhaul the Electoral College would be done uh, through what is essentially a usurpation of the uh, Constitution of the United States, because that's where the Electoral College comes from. It's written in there. It was intended as a check and balance uh, written by the forefathers of this country. But what they would do would be to pass laws working within the confines of the Electoral College that would commit state electors to the candidate who wins the most votes in terms of the national popular vote. Uh, Generally speaking, the popular vote getter is the one who ends up getting the nomination. They get the Electoral College votes as well. But there have been a couple of select times in history where that hasn't lined up. So about five years after the launch of this initiative, 2011, is when Emmer took a job as one of the group's paid spokespeople. Uh, and he was out there really pushing it. There is a book. It's called Every Vote Equal. Tom had this great story that he would tell about how when he initially heard about this idea, he said, oh, you know, that's a stupid idea. I'm a Republican. Nobody will ever buy it. But then by Jove, he read the book and he was a convert. He said, I believe it's going to end up favoring Republicans. Are you insane? No. If you make the popular vote the decider for who wins the presidency of the United States of America, then all that means is that whoever stuffs the ballot to the greatest degree is going to be able to be the decider of that vote. But he said, if you believe in 
than our message, it's going to end up favoring Republicans. And uh, of course, this is not the way that it panned out. In the House secret ballot, it's all about the popular vote, but in terms of nationally, it should be about the Electoral College. Now, what's really unfortunate is that even though we have this system of checks and balances in, Democrats and Republicans both, I would say deep state operatives in Congress, have successfully been able to twist our national election system to ensure that no matter who the people really want to have in office, uh, it truly ends up being a very small number of deep state operatives that choose who ends up becoming president or for any other office, I might add. Well, by the time this show was getting ready just about an hour or two ago, we learned that Tom Emmer did not have enough votes to win Speaker of the House unless he garnered the support of the Democrats. Now, there were 26 Republicans who were planning to uh, stand in his way uh, if he ended up going to the full vote. But obviously, he doesn't want to be humiliated. Now, Jim Jordan, I think he's a man who can take it on the chin. He was perfectly willing to put himself up for a vote to see if he could win so that he could represent the American people. Tom Emmer, he's used to a sure thing. He's used to that guaranteed George Soros check coming in the mail every single month. He's used to business as usual in Washington, D.C. And Jim Jordan didn't represent business as usual, so he was willing to go ahead and give it a shot. So, Tom Emmer tried, he failed, and uh, after five rounds by a 20-vote margin, uh, he did end up beating out Mike Johnson of Louisiana. Uh, but in the end, there were 26 brave America First patriots who stood in the way, who stood for the people of the United States of America, and a number of them, not surprisingly, are fans of Jim Jordan. These are the 26 that stopped the deep state's prized candidate, from seizing the brass ring in the Speaker of the House race. Gosar jo- Jordan, MTG Jordan, Harshbarge Jordan, Jackson Jordan, Massey Jordan, M. Miller Jordan, Max Miller Jordan, Corey Mills, voted for Donalds, Nels present, Norman Jordan, Ogles Jordan, Perry Jordan, Roy present, Self Jordan, Stube present, and then a number six were actually absent. So, Truly, at the end of the day, it was down to 20 Republicans. Six people didn't show up. I don't know why that is. Uh, maybe they had other things going on. Maybe they had some emergency at home. But it's a good thing that they were not willing to do this because without the vote of all the Republicans, uh, Tim Emmer or, or, or whatever his name is, Emmer, uh, he would not have been able to seize this unless he was to court those Democrat votes on the left. And of course, that's going to look like a massive betrayal, not only to his constituents, but also to the regular people of every other state. <clears throat> so at the end of the day, they see Emmer as someone they can control, someone who doesn't have objectable opinions in the same way that Jim Jordan did. So we've gone through what uh, a handful of different contenders for Speaker of the House. And now Tom Emmer has, in, instead of trying to whip those votes up, he has just decided to drop out altogether. Seems to, at the end of the day, he sees the writing on the wall, dropped out of the race for the uh, the House Speaker. And, uh, of course, it is a win not only for the people of Minnesota, but for the people of the United States of America as well. Now, the question becomes, 
who will be the new nominee for Speaker of the House. Because it's quite clear that although the deep state establishment Republicans don't want someone like Jim Jordan, there is enough support for someone like Jim Jordan to stop anybody else from becoming speaker. So either these people are going to have to get their heads out of their asses, pardon my French, they're going to have to come to the table, sit down and be willing to accept someone like Jim Jordan. I tend to think that they would try to put Jim Jordan up again. Or they're going to have to just uh, deal with the fact that they're not going to have a Speaker of the House and they're not going to be able to go through business as usual. They're not going to be able to continue to fleece the American people in the same way they have been. And Congress is going to come to a standstill now. To be fair, Congress is basically already at a standstill. Uh, these people don't do anything of substance. All they do is enrich themselves. All they do is get big checks in the form of pork from the pockets of the American people, and they dole it out to their donors and to their lobbyist friends. They also play the market. We've talked about this so many times. They get secret inside information. They figure out exactly where they need to put their dollars in the stock market, and then by Jove, they just make a ton of money. So, What's really interesting is that Byron Donalds now is officially back in the race after Tom Emmer has dropped out. So I do like Byron Donalds. He's uh, a little bit green, you might say, uh, but he's not a rhino in the same way that uh, a lot of other people are. Now, of course, President Trump had a uh, bit of commentary that he wanted to toss out there, and he even sent to House Republicans a text message letting them know exactly how he felt. Now, it might have been him, actually, that uh, put the kibosh on Tom Emmer's run for Speaker of the House. And uh, President Trump may have uh, forced the hand of the Democrats if they wanted to get back to business as usual, they were going to have to support Tom Emmer. So he lashed out at him just a couple of hours after he was nominated for Speaker of the House. He called Emmer a globalist rhino. have to say I agree. Okay. I have many wonderful friends who want to be Speaker of the House. And some are truly great warriors. Rhino Tom Emmer, who I do not know well, is not one of them. He never treated the power, he never respected the power of a Trump endorsement or the breadth and scope of MAGA. Make America great again. He fought me all the way, and he actually spent more time defending Ilhan Omar than he did me. He is totally out of touch with Republican voters. I believe he has now learned his lesson because he is saying that he is pro-Trump all the way, but who can ever be sure? Has he only changed because that's what it takes to win? The Republican Party cannot take that chance because that's not where the America First voters are. Voting for a globalist rhino like Tom Emmer would be a tragic mistake. So President Trump put that out on Truth Social, and then he sent that message to Republicans in Congress. And then it wasn't long after that that Tom Emmer actually dropped out of the race. Uh, Trump had this to say, uh, mocking Emmer <laughs> for all of a sudden becoming his biggest fan. Well, he is my biggest fan now because he called me yesterday and told me, Trump said, mocking Emmer during a stop in New Hampshire. Let's go ahead and uh, look at this video clip of President Trump <laughs> stumping you 
Well, I think he's my biggest fan now because he told me yesterday and he told me I'm your biggest fan. So I don't know about that. Uh, well, we're looking at a lot of people and, you know, I'm sort of trying to stay out of that as much as possible. Uh, but they'll get it straightened out. But no, I've always gotten along with him and uh, I get along with all of them, really. A lot of good people. We have a lot of great people. Mr. Ainsley. They are, as long as the government is in operation, they're continuing to fleece us. It's a question of it's a matter of degrees, shall we say. All right. And let's just let's just talk about the practicality of the argument for the government being unable to come to an agreement to sit down at the table and to hash out their differences. Because right now, this is all about the establishment not wanting to represent the people. I understand that's what's been happening for decades in Congress. That's what they want to continue. If they allow someone like Jim Jordan or somebody else who is a dedicated America first, make America great again adherent, if they allow that to happen, they're afraid they're going to lose control. And that fear is justified because they will. Because that person will do what the American people want them to do. That person will represent the best interests. And that means that in terms of spending, in terms of bills that come to the floor, in terms of issues, in terms of uh, single issue bills and appropriations, all of those things that I think a lot of people really feel are are best for this country, that's what they're going to have to put up with. And, And they simply don't want that to happen. Now, by continuing to force the issue by not allowing anyone but their chosen few to be held aloft for people to vote for. And without the support to make it happen, all they do is expose themselves and their agenda to continue to rape America, to continue to abdicate their responsibility, to continue to refuse to do the one thing they are employed to do, and that is to run this country in the legislative sense. So you shouldn't be angry at what you're seeing right now because the problem exists and it has existed. By getting yourself all worked up, by allowing it to control the way you operate the things you say, the way you feel, they win. Because the more angry you are, the shorter your lifespan is going to be. The more difficult it is for you to enjoy the little things. You should be happy at what we're seeing right now in Congress because these people are exposing themselves. I got to be honest, even if Emmer had been elected and Congress would have went back into session and they would have just went into overdrive and screwing over America, it wouldn't have been any different from what we had before, honestly. But a lot of people would have been very aware of exactly what was happening. Now, I'm not saying that you are unjustified in allowing yourself to feel something about this, but all I'm saying is don't allow it to control you. Sit back and enjoy the ride because It's not necessarily about this moment in time. We are getting to a destination. We are fixing America. It's a big deal. It's a massive job. And it's going to take a minute for us to get there. But we'll get there. 
We will get there, believe me. We are on our way. All right, so my favorite part of this clip was Corey Lewandowski's face in the background. As uh, as President Trump has asked this question, he has this, like, look, he, he, you can see on his face, he's like, you know, mm, what's this question? And then... Gets a little further in. Oh, Tom Emmer? No, no, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go ahead and give an endorsement to Tom Emmer. That guy's a deep state swamp rat. That's what I like. That's what I like. Wait a second. You, am I not live on? Am I not live on freaking Rumble? Are you guys kidding me? Can you guys tell me? If I'm live on Rumble, have I been live on Rumble this whole time? You are live. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. So if anybody else can help people in the chat, yes, I'm live. Okay, great. Okay. Thank you. We're also live over on uh, on Getter. Um, but it's the old streaming setup on Getter. So I, I don't know what the deal is. Okay. Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. Okay. Um Hang on just a second. All right. So this is a story update from yesterday, and it's a real doozy, let me tell you. So remember the off-duty pilot. He was catching a ride on an Alaska Airlines flight, and he pulled the fire extinguishers, which would shut off the engines mid-flight and basically killing everybody on board. Well, it turns out that he was on mushrooms, and it's not a joke. I don't, man. It just, it just in 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 the history of bad ideas, like who in their mid forties eats mushrooms and goes to work? Let alone an airline pilot eats mushrooms and go to work. So, <laughs> listen to the story. His name again, Joseph David Emerson. He was off duty. Tried to shut off these engines. The pilot and the co-pilot, they subdued him. They got him to the back of the plane. Everything was fine. So all we knew on Sunday was it was a credible security threat. Well, yesterday we learned who the guy was. Uh, this was uh, on Alaska Airlines Flight 2059, uh, headed from Everett, Washington to San Francisco, Pennsylvania. This incident took place. They had to divert to Portland. Uh, and they had no idea that anything weird was going on because, again, he was an off-duty pilot. Uh, th- they call him Deadheads, which is kind of funny because he was on Mushrooms and obviously the Grateful Dead. But Deadheads will catch a flight on a plane going someplace because they allow them to fly for free. So what happened was uh, he was sitting in that jump seat. Uh, and he was having a conversation with the pilot and the co-pilot, and it was totally normal. There was no indication that there was anything wrong with this guy. Well, uh, apparently, after a few minutes, he looked at the pilot and the co-pilot, and he said, I'm not okay. And then he jumped up, and he grabbed the fire suppression system. He pulled it down, which should have shut the engines off. Thank God it didn't. I don't know if that's maybe something to say about Alaska Airlines, but anyways— They grabbed him, they wrestled him, they took him to the back. It was about 30 seconds, and then he just kind of went limp, and and he allowed himself to be taken to the back of the plane. Um, If it wasn't for the pilot and the co-pilot, everybody in that plane would have died. So what it should have done is shut down the hydraulics and the fuel to the engines, 
and it would have turned the aircraft into a glider. Now, from what I understand, if you are at a certain altitude, you can turn the engines back on again. Uh, but if you're at anything other than that, you're not going to turn those engines on and you're basically going to glide that plane to wherever you come to land. So witnesses said that he was very peaceful as he walked to the back of the plane. Once he got back there, he said to the stewardess, uh, you're going to need to cuff me right now or it's going to be bad. And so they put his wrists into a pair of flex cuffs. Now, during an interview with police, Emerson told police told the police that he was having a nervous breakdown. Apparently, he hadn't slept for 40 hours. He was dehydrated. He was tired. And, of course, he admitted to pulling the handles, and he said he did it because I thought I was dreaming, and I just wanted to wake up. So I know this is ABC here, but we're going to go ahead and listen to this because it has a couple of key moments from people who were involved. So let's take a look. We turn now to the other news this Monday night and to the terrifying moments on board a passenger jet flying from outside Seattle to San Francisco when an off-duty pilot sitting in the cockpit jump seat allegedly tried to shut down the engines mid-flight with 83 people on board, including passengers, infants on their parents' laps. Authorities say the on-duty cockpit and cabin crew subdued the man, handcuffing him to a seat in the cabin. The plane then diverting to Portland, police waiting on the tarmac, taking him into custody. Tonight, Joseph Emerson now facing 83 counts of attempted murder. Tonight here, you will hear the conversation between the cockpit and air traffic control as this all unfolded. ABC's Gio Benitez. So if I can just offer any advice to anybody, like, first of all, like you should probably not be taking mushrooms when you're in your mid 40s, right? (laughs) You should also definitely not take mushrooms and go to work. But you should especially not take psychedelic mushrooms and go to work if you're an airline pilot. Like, I just don't know what this dude was thinking. I, I would actually really like to know what his story was. Um, I-, I was thinking, is this a symptom of the fact that he's on the West Coast where basically all drugs are legal? I mean, if he's going to do something, I guess maybe do some cocaine so you don't fall asleep. Uh, but certainly nothing that's going to put you into a, a psychedelic tailspin. And this investigation tonight. Tonight, the FBI is investigating after an off-duty pilot allegedly tried to crash a passenger plane. Alaska Airlines Flight 2059 left Everett, Washington, bound for San Francisco at five. (laughs) CRS triple X mid 50s. okay. hey, man, if you got your own place, (laughs) I mean, you you do whatever you want in the comfort of your own home. Um, But (laughs) if you have to submit to authority in some fashion, I just don't think it's a good idea. All right, continuing. 23 p.m. Sunday, packed full with 80 passengers, including multiple infants on laps. And 44-year-old Joseph Emerson, an off-duty pilot with Alaska Airlines, who was hitching a ride, seated in a jump seat inside the cockpit. Soon after takeoff, he allegedly tried to cut the plane's engines by pulling the fire extinguisher handles on the engines called a T-handle. The T-handle, which is what this individual tried to pull on each engine, actually turns the engine off and prepares it for a fire extinguisher. The problem is, at high altitude, you can get the engines restarted. At low altitude, there could be a fatal result. The crew able to overpower Emerson and get him out of that cockpit, handcuffing him to a seat in the rear of the cabin. We've got the uh, guy that tried to shut the engines down uh, out of the cockpit. Doesn't sound like he's causing any issue in the back right now. I think he's the dude. I was panicked. I was alone in the back, um... 
Can you imagine being on that flight? <laughs> oh my god. I have never been on a flight where there was like any emergency or anything like that, but like to be present in that moment, I mean people must have been freaking out like like oh my god. <laughs> Just think about everything that's gone wrong over the years. And you know everyone was shifting around um trying to figure out what was happening. The pilot's diverting to Portland where Emerson was taken into custody. After So Casey, he says maybe he was microdosing. Well, he said he hadn't been slept for 40 hours. So, I don't know. I, I mean, I suppose it's possible, but from what I understand, microdosing is not enough to like make you trip. It's just like enough to heighten your senses. So for him to, like, freak out and have a bad trip, I mean, he probably ate a fair amount of mushrooms. <laughs> that's, that's just what I'm assuming. Did land, and the gentleman was escorted off. The flight attendant got back on the speaker and said, plain and simple, he had a mental breakdown. Tonight, the airline and the FAA say the incident is not related. It was, it was a mostly peaceful breakdown, though. Current events. And David, right now, investigators are scouring his social media. They want to know everything about his past to see what the motive could be. Meanwhile, he will be in court tomorrow, again, facing 83 counts of attempted murder. David. The sad thing is, I mean, we looked at his Twitter yesterday. There was nothing. I mean, he's just a dude. And you look at his Facebook. He's like benign, like yeah, I mean, I, I, maybe this is the first time he took mushrooms. Maybe he was hanging out with some people and they were like, you know, hey, these are fun. You should try them. They're totally safe. It's natural. And he just like wigged out. I don't know. Some people cannot handle psychedelics. I mean, I wouldn't take psychedelics. You know, I mean, that's why I'm telling people don't do them because I couldn't handle them at this point in my life. I just think it would be a bad idea. I, I, I'm the the worst part about this is, you know, I'm making fun, but I mean, this is sad. This dude's life is ruined. 83 counts of attempted murder. Uh, I mean, like that is a big deal. Uh, and uh, well, I'm also very interested to know who was who else was on this plane. Right. You know, was there anyone of note on this plane? Uh, was there anyone who, you know, maybe might be scheduled to uh, give a deposition about Hillary Clinton or something? I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe he was spiked. Um, I don't think so, because if he was spiked, then I don't think that he would know that he took mushrooms necessarily. Anyways, speaking of Hillary Clinton, she was just confronted in quite a spectacular way. We're going to check this out in just a moment, but I have to take a break for the second half of the show. So we'll be right back on the other side of the break. So recently, I've told you guys about a breakthrough new anti-aging remedy that I've been using that keeps me energized all day long. I just take a teaspoonful of C60 Evo olive oil in the morning, and I notice better mental focus, flexibility, and physical endurance. Now, it's rare to feel improvements this quickly. I also end up sleeping deeper at night, so it's really helpful. Their peptide and ESS60 hair and lotion renewal formulas are exceptional because they really work. And C60 Evo's lab has been manufacturing this Nobel Prize winning miracle molecule for 32 years in their Houston, Texas Patriot-owned lab. ESS60 is the upgraded version of the carbon-60 molecule. It's specifically made for both 
people and pets. It's a potent and effective way for people's lives to be improved all around the world. So maximize your health and enjoy noticeable results with C60 Evo organic edible oils, skin serums, and pet products. You can buy with confidence from C60 Evo, and you can use my personal code for a discount at checkout. Simply go to c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and then when you're there, use code redpill78 for an additional 10% off your entire order. Once again, that's c60evo.com forward slash redpill78, and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, we're back. I was just, I was looking at the chat. You guys are killing me. I, to my knowledge, there's not a Hillary sex tape, but that's nothing that I would want to see. Ah, and looks like we have a little bit of inside intel from Matt Jr. too. Uh, Andy No posted he's a Trump hater and he wanted January 6 people locked up for insurrection. All right, I take back everything I said. He deserves everything he's going to get coming to him. Lock him up. Throw away the key. But also because he's he's a Trump hater, it's likely that they're probably going to go easy on him. What, you guys want to take some bets? I wish I had the ability to, like, uh, place a vig on this guy. Uh, what do you think? Is uh, Joseph David Emerson going to end up with all of his charges dropped because he's a mostly peaceful terrorist? Or is he going to have the full book thrown at him? I don't know. You guys can tell me in the chat what you think. All right. So either way. Uh, how about Frazzle Drip? Well, I don't know if that counts as a sex tape. And to be fair, we don't really know that Frazzle Drip is 100% real. I mean, I, certainly I've never seen it. Uh, I know that I've heard a lot about it. Uh, but from what I understand, there's, there's nobody out there that's actually seen it. And it's nothing that I want to see. Do I believe Frazzle Drip could exist? Absolutely. Yes, it could totally be 100% true. But it's something that I have never had to lay my eyes on. So, Let's check out these furious, angry Americans confronting Hillary Clinton, demanding accountability during an event recently at Columbia University School of International and Public Affairs. Uh, the School of International and Public Affairs had launched the Institute of Global Politics, and they invited former Secretary of State and twice-failed presidential candidate Hillary Clinton to serve as the chair of this Institute of Global Politics on the faculty advisory board. So the event was called Making Human Rights Come Alive, the UDHR at 75. Human rights is a funny thing when you're talking about Hillary Clinton. Remember when she talked about, uh, when she laughed about the overthrow of Muammar Gaddafi, uh, sending Libya into a tailspin and essentially ensuring that the African continent would remain in the dark ages for the foreseeable future because, of course, Libya was beginning their own gold standard currency that was going to compete against the swift banking system that we have here in the West. So Hillary Clinton doesn't know much about human rights as far as I'm concerned, but it was supposed to be a forum uh, for the discussion of the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. Now, the events panel featured a number of individuals, uh, such as the former United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights. Her name is Michelle Bechelet. There was also a Ugandan LGBTI rights advocate, Frank Mugisha. That's got to be not so popular. Hold on just a sec. I actually have a clip pulled up for this very moment. We bring in the studio this morning one of the gay rights activists, Mr. 
Should I call you Mr. Pepe Julian Onzima? Thank you for coming in. Thank you for Good morning. Me. Morning to you. Why are you gay? Who <laughs> says I'm gay? You are gay. You are a transgender. Why, 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 why <laughs> you are a transgender yes, and you're a yeah. gay rights activist and an outspoken um, uh, uh, lesbian, homosexual. How can I describe you? Now, we're looking at the raging debate. Uh, you're a gay rights activist. Why should someone be gay? You're having a girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> Do you perform the natural obligations? Uh. <laughs> all, right, all right, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Frank Mugisha, he probably doesn't, he's not too popular over there in Uganda. Uh, and then also Nobel Prize winning journalist Maria Ressa. So during this event, uh, a man named by the name of Robert Castle confronted Hillary Clinton. He accused her of being guilty of hypocrisy, which she is. He confronted her for failing to call out Joe Biden and his regime for what they considered a warmongering foreign policy leading America to the brink of what many people consider to be World War III. We've got a, uh, a conflict going on in Eastern Europe with Ukraine and, and Russia. We've got a brand new conflict that's kicking off in the Middle East between um, Palestine and Israel. So let me see. We've got the clips right here. We're just going to jump to them. I'm not going to read them. Let me turn this on and let me start the clip over again. Here we go. I'll be struck um, by the hypocrisy of this. Two more people I, I to hear from. I'm sorry. You, you have a the, chance. Well, the, I'm not sorry. The, the hip, you sit down. I, I know you're not sorry. That's people, the point. The hypocrisy of this talk. speech. The I'm hypocrisy of the fact that. Frank what, what do you have? Can you please? Can you, is can you please a make a statement about President Joe Biden's speech? This is a clearly warmongering speech. President Joe Biden is calling for $100 billion of funding for Israel, Taiwan, and Ukraine. And we're supposed to just bundle these together and pretend like we're going to rush to World War III and we're all just going to let Hillary Rodham Clinton sit here. And <laughs> Hillary Rodham Clinton. <laughs> Hey. I'm sorry. Yes. You know, yes. this is not, what, what, this is not no, the way no, to have no, a conversation. That, I'm sorry. If you want my, to have a conversation, you're no, welcome to come you, talk to you me can, afterwards. You can sit here. No, she's not going to. She's not talking to anybody afterwards. As soon as the speech, soon as her predetermined availability is complete, she's got that check in her pocket. You know, she's going out the back door. This guy would never have a chance to talk to Hillary Clinton face to face. Okay, right. You're yeah, gonna, you're gonna, yeah. you're gonna wait for me, right? Please, I, I, I don't. I do not believe you. I will you. listen to you and I, do, I will respond. I do to you, not believe you. Respectfully, right, I do not I do believe not you. Believe and you. the fact yes. of the matter is that the yes. American people's voice are what need to be heard. Yeah, because, they are being Because heard. our president is not speaking for the American people, and well, neither are you. Well, that's your opinion. Boom. That's your opinion. Yes, that's my but, opinion. But well, then sit down. We've heard your opinion. Thank you very much. Now we're gonna. I'm not gonna sit down. I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna stop working. I'm gonna wait you. Rights. I'm going to exercise my free speech but until it's not, until it's I'm not free speech when you this, are disrupting yes, everybody it is. else's opportunity. It is free speech. Speech. This is free speech, everyone. This is free speech. That is not free speech. This is people to cr constructing narratives that are openly hypocritical. I'm sorry. You the the incredible hypocrisy. You, you know, tell me you John Foster Dulles 
went with Eleanor Roosevelt to bring this Declaration of the Rights of Man, John Foster Dulles was involved with the CIA. Oh, yeah. Well, you're brilliant in your oh, historical cherry-picking. The Pinochet regime. Please, could you please inform me about the United States okay, involved we are in these historical to, things? We're going to move right. on Ms. to... Okay, we're only halfway through the first clip. I cannot believe how long this guy got Hillary Clinton to directly interact with him. And I am stunned that the security at this event has not pulled him away. Kudos to this man, Robert Castle. Will you denounce Joe Biden? Will you denounce Joe Biden's human rights? Not just yelling about it. So, Frank, I want to turn to you because you are from Uganda, and Uganda's 2023 Anti-Homosexuality Act criminalizes LGBT conduct in Uganda. World War Three. Do you understand? It's please. not about Israel and Palestine. It's not please. about. It's not football. This isn't football. It's not Team America. Well, I'm sorry, but some of us are on Team America, despite our flaws and our yes, problems. Yes, yes, that, that's me. Every person on this stage has wished their life, their income, their reputation, their careers, and what have you done other than stand up and I need you to, I need you to, and these women's records against you any You're day of the year. All right. All right. So let's talk about Hillary Clinton's record. Hillary Clinton, whose State Department oversaw and covered up a scandal where employees at the State Department were involved in child prostitution, child trafficking, child pornography. What about the state of Libya today, where open-air slave markets are operating on the streets 24 hours a day because of Hillary Clinton and her choice to ensure that Muammar Gaddafi would be deposed? We came, we saw, he died, she famously said. Hillary Clinton's records on human rights are nothing that anyone should ever want to stand on. What I have done is I have asked Hillary Rodham Clinton to denounce the president's openly warmongering, suicidal, idiotic speech. And I'm that's giving what I've my asked. answer. I will that's not what do I've that. Done. So that's the end of I, our conversation. Okay, but I'll still meet you I outside. But you're done. Right now. Okay, you Frank. Okay. She's, Frank she's has said to meet me outside. Okay, come. Okay, good luck. <laughs> we'll see if she shows up. Okay, here's part two, where apparently he confronts her. <laughs> so, she did not talk to my friend Robert. But another attendee caught up with her afterwards and confronted her on the lies that China is abusing human rights and that the BRICS is the new form of colonialism. Um, I don't know that that's a lie. Let's be really honest. China is abusing human rights. Uh, oh, Jose Vega, he's following me. Well, look at that. Jose Vega, I'm going to go ahead and follow you back, buddy. Look at that. How cool is that? All right, let's go ahead and take a listen. To discuss afterwards with people? Sure, if you want to. You do? Like where? 
where, right like here. Right here? Good, yeah. Okay, perfect. I do have a question, actually, in the same vein as the man who stood up yes, earlier. Right, and right. It is, and you're a student. Mentioned, I, I am, yes. Okay. And his question was regarding this, this aid package. That Catch me outside. Catch me outside. <laughs> I didn't propose the $105 billion conjoined aid to Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, and, and the border. And, 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 and there's, there's humanitarian aid. Yes, of course. Yes. Yeah, but, he did not mention but, that. But, however, yeah. that, that yeah, he didn't. However, he didn't really have a lot of time because he was trying to, I know he was speaking in, in the middle of a larger speech. However, my question is, uh, I'm sure you've heard about the Belt and Road Initiative Forum that happened in Beijing just like last week. Mm-hmm. Why should the United States not be cooperating with that rather than trying to aid more wars? That's my question. Well, you know, you have to do more than one thing at the same time. Sure. And uh, the United States does a tremendous amount of development aid <laughs> without the kind of onerous restrictions that China imposes on the people it gives aid to. What if about you, the debt traps in Africa? That we, those are all Chinese. No, we, no, no. the IMF yeah. The World Bank have been closing them for years. No, you know, we did a whole yeah. debt. You listen to me? It's China. That's a lot of gold, Hillary. Look at that. Those are some big links there, and that is a beautiful emerald she's wearing. Just yes. listen to me. We did a whole debt relief program called the Jubilee yeah. at, in 2000. Yeah forgave everybody's debt. How much debt was that? Oh, it was huge. China just forgave $90 billion in loans like two years ago. I know, but that is a a drop in the bucket of what they've done to people because they've not only uh, put countries into debt, Mm -hmm. as of now they are not forgiving most of that debt but they are taking the collateral the collateral that was used in order to get the debt. So for example, if they were going to help build a road, they wanted uh, some kind of mortgage on your area Airport. And where have they and done that? What they've countries? done it all over Africa. Which country? I mean, I'm not going to say that like China is blameless in the way that they've exploited other nations around the world. Uh, certainly they want a toehold in Africa because uh, they're trying to head off you know, American expansionism. And America wants to head off Chinese expansionism. But the United States and China are just uh, two fingers on the same hand. Uh, we have uh, deep state elements at play in both of these nations. And uh, any of these powerful countries... Uh, have used that power to subjugate various less powerful people all over the countries, all over the world. Uh, even here in the United States, Hillary's talking about forgiving debt. You know, they don't do that for American citizens, right? I mean, they do it for large international players. And even when they do that, they want something in return. So for Hillary to say that, oh, China wants a mortgage on the airport, they do the same stuff. They do the exact same. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive 
radioactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com fighterflare.com A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Same stuff. It's no different. Have they taken the airport? Have they taken it, though? They tried to. They have not taken it, No, but they've tried to. Just to be clear, they haven't, though. No, but they attempted to, and it was the United States that came in to help Uganda avoid having to give their airport to China. You need to really study up on this. I appreciate that. My final question, And in the Philippines, it's the same thing. If you look, I mean, look, I... Have they seized any sovereign assets in the Philippines? They control our electricity. Oh, how so? Like distribution of electricity. Like how so? Like you guys buy all your electricity? So here's the thing, too, is that BRICS wouldn't have to exist if the SWIFT banking system in the United States uh, wasn't working to control the entire financial system of the world. And the reason they've had to do that uh, is because, well, first of all, they want all the money. I mean, the bankers want all the money. Uh, but the American dollar is not worth anything. There's there's no value that's tied to it. And now that the petrodollar is essentially dead uh, and BRICS is in play and these countries have no need 
to use American dollars to buy everything, uh, that's going to place the United States and our financial system into a significantly weakened position. Now, I, I've been open about that. I think that that's a good thing if that means that we step away from the fiat currency system that we have in play. Um, but uh, but it wouldn't be necessary if all of these nations on Earth weren't playing tit for tat uh, trying to get one over on the other. Uh, and it's not even the country itself. It's the leaders of these countries, uh, with perhaps the exception of Russia, because Russia has done a really good job of trying to keep industry, product, production uh, and talent inside country. Uh, whereas the United States constantly seeks to bring in foreign workers so that they can get the things they need produced for the cheapest amount, also offshoring production of all kinds of parts and different aspects of manufacturing. Uh, and it's all to the detriment of the citizens of this country. You know, I, I, I think that BRICS has the potential to really change things on the global stage. But China, like as a country, I mean, they've they've done some atrocious things over the years. But then you look at the governments of the United States and they've done some really atrocious things, too. Nobody's blameless. It's like looking at Syria, excuse me, looking at uh, at Israel and Palestine. You know, it's this constant back and forth. It's really, really bad. China? Yeah. They make corrupt deals. Because you guys buy, buy it or because they no, own sovereign I think, assets? I think you have the to Philippines. Go and look at each one of the countries and look and see what, where was the corruption in between? Yeah. Right? How did that Chinese deal come through? I understand. We're doing the investigations in that and we're trying to hold our own. My question is, though, no sovereign assets have been seized, though, because that no, was the claim. They've been owned. They've been yes. owned. That's the same thing. Who, who owns yes. what, 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 what Indonesian assets no, are no, owned by the Chinese? I live in the Philippines, too, yes, but I did, oh, sorry, I did actually also. But it also in Indonesia, yeah, yes. I've, I've heard this yeah, claim right. in very various countries. But, but I guess part of it is, you know, it's, it's real for us. It's yes. Claim it's not a I understand. It's constant. I understand that. So I would suggest, why don't you really do a deep dive? Okay. You may still come up with the same uh, opinions you have now. Yeah. But do a deep dive because the whole Belt and Road Initiative. Yeah. God, I just I, I couldn't even stand there talking to Hillary Clinton for that long. Somebody in the chat said that Secret Service said she stunk something awful like garlic and sulfur. I believe it. That woman is pure evil. Uh, I would not want to be in her presence for that long. So I got to check out who Jose Vega is because I've never heard of him before, but he was featured in this article because he's the one who posted those videos and he was following me. Let's see. Uh, ooh, oh, he's a Lyndon LaRouche fan. Okay, cool. Um, he's a journalist in the Bronx. Well, hopefully he's not a, uh, a total libtard. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. <clears throat> sorry about that. <laughs> if you are Jose, I, we can still be friends. Uh, I'm always happy to uh, to talk to people, even if uh, we don't agree on everything. So anyways, I'll, I'll check. I'll check him out after the show. OK, so speaking of foul people uh, in Washington, D.C., Sheila Jackson Lee's got to be one of them. Remember, she's the one who had that that pedophile symbol ring that she happened to be wearing during the whole Pizzagate thing kicking off a couple of years ago. Uh, recently, and this happened over the weekend, I actually didn't get a chance to cover it, never got to it yesterday, but <clears throat> Hillary Clinton and her are tight. And so that ought to give you a little bit of insight as to the type of person that Sheila Jackson Lee is. She is a foul-mouthed, abusive tyrant who was recorded by her own staffers. 
berating them about the uh, the performance that they were giving her uh, in terms of the work she was having them do. So uh, fair warning, there are a lot of F-bombs and some other swear words in this clip that we're going to go ahead and watch. It's about a minute and 30 seconds. Uh, but um, let me just tell me, if, if your boss talked to you like this, would you be willing to stick around? And uh, there will be subtitles if you can't hear it well. Let's go out a refresh. That you took a piece of paper from that woman uh, regarding uh, something that was owned by Duncan Tail. Where is it? What, what date was it? All from yesterday. Sure, Rome took it upstairs. I have to call him. Took it up when I switched out the picture. I don't want you to do a goddamn thing. I want you to have a fucking brain. I want you to have read it. I want you to say, Congresswoman, it was such and such a day. That's what I want. That's the kind of stamp that I want to have. So some stupid other motherfucker did it. And, and I don't have the information. Nobody sent me the information. I need to uh, ensure my um, schedule. And, uh, you know, if, if boo-boo did it, shit-ass did it, fuckface did it, then nobody knows a goddamn thing in my office. Okay? Nothing. I gave it to you. Your job was to get it on the calendar, imprint it in your brain, or send me the information back saying, Congresswoman, I made sure that the Ovid Duncan Tell event that you gave me uh, for so-and-so date at 7 is on the fucking calendar. Not to quote Jerome Hansen. Okay? So when I called Jerome, he only sitting up there like a fat-ass, stupid idiot talking about uh, what the fuck he doesn't know. Okay? Both of y'all are fuck up a fucking F. It's the worst shit that I could have ever had put together. Two goddamn big-ass children. <laughs> Fucking idiots. Serve no goddamn purpose. Ain't managing nobody. Nobody's respecting them. Nobody gives a shit about what you're doing. And you ain't doing shit. And this is an example of it. I gave it to Jerome. This is not child's work. Okay? Well, uh, the chair recognizes the gentlewoman from Texas. What a mouth on her. Uh, I cannot believe that that's the way she talks to her staff. Well, maybe I can believe it, but still, I'm aghast. Uh, that should simply just not be the way you deal with people who are your subordinates. It's also a good way to get them to record you and leak it to the press. Freight Awakening says Jose Vega is good people. He's been on Frank's show. He crashed libtard town halls and calls them out. He went viral when he called AOC out. Oh, okay, right on. Well, I'll, I'll reach out to him then. I, I had never heard of him, and it's, uh, it's always funny when I go and find somebody's stuff on Twitter, and then I see that they're following me. Uh, so thank you, Fredo. I appreciate that. I'll go ahead and, uh, and reach out to him. All right, so I had an interesting thing happen earlier today. As I was trying to get the show ready, I use a, a number of different browsers. So in my um, in my Chrome browser, uh, I'm able to use this um, this this plugin that allows me to save Rumble Rants. Now, I I use uh, Safari for everything else, but I have to use Chrome for Rumble. Because when people donate, uh, the, the oftentimes they go away too quickly and I'm not able to keep track of them. Now, Fredo was the first donation today, so I was able to see it. However, earlier today, when I went to Rumble in Chrome, uh, Chrome was actively blocking me from going to Rumble's website. So that means I couldn't get my show ready. I couldn't pull up the chat. Uh, I couldn't do anything that I needed to do to get this thing on the air today. And I was forced to use a different browser. Now, 
I didn't know what the deal was at that time, um, but it was pretty clear that Rumble was being blocked because every other website worked without fail. So then I saw this story, which broke over the weekend. Allegedly, the Democrats in D.C. are attempting to get Rumble and Substack blocked by Amazon and uh, uh, Alexa as sources. So I don't have an Alexa, but I guess you can ask it a question. It will respond and say, hey, I found this on Substack or I found this video on Rumble. Or I guess maybe you can ask them to specifically search on those websites and it'll send you something relevant. Now, Alexa is not a good thing to have. I would recommend you get rid of that or if you're not using it, you unplug it because it's recording you all the time. There is no privacy if you have Amazon Alexa. And if for some reason the police or the feds want to know what you've been up to, all they do is send a subpoena to Amazon and Amazon hands over all of your tapes from the server and they can listen to every single minute of your life when you're in that room and Amazon can hear you. But I thought that this could potentially be connected to what I was seeing earlier. Now, obviously, Rumble is owned by uh, a competitor to Google, which owns YouTube. So Chrome, Google, would have a vested interest in making sure that people don't go to Rumble. Now, as I said, eventually it worked, but it's not working in the same way that it was yesterday. So there may be a real possibility that if you use Chrome or you use anything other than, say, an alternative browser like Firefox or Brave uh, or Opera maybe, you may not be able to get to these alternative websites to view content like mine. Uh, and uh, as we get closer to the election, I just wanted to put that in your brains because uh, it would not surprise me at all if they block access. I'm sure you guys will remember after January 6th, they shut Parler down. Parler was a, a big website. It was very popular. A lot of people were using it. It was like, <clears throat> you know, the answer to uh, Twitter kicking us off. A lot of people were on there. Well, after they they killed Parler and then brought it back in a neutered form, Everybody stopped using it. I haven't been on that thing in a couple of years at this point, although I think it's still in operation. Dang it. I, I, I lost Getter again. Now it's reconnecting. Okay. So, yeah, Brave works. Brave absolutely works. Um, my Safari works just fine. But Chrome does not work properly. So rather than having people send me emails and say, I can't get to your website. I can't get to Rumble anymore. I wanted to make sure that this was front and center in your mind so that you have a backup option if you do normally use Google Chrome. Because let's say you're watching on an Android phone. A lot of people do that. Or maybe you're using the app from the App Store. Well, it's not unheard of for any of these uh, various companies to kick that app off of the App Store and stop you from being able to use it. Uh, that's happened in the past. It happened with uh, my friends over at Pilled.net. Uh, they were no longer able to remain on the App Store. They got kicked off, and people had to find it in another way. And if they were using that app and the app stopped working, they just thought that the website didn't work. So make sure you have a backup. Brave, in my opinion, is always a safe bet. Opera, uh, that's a European browser, and it's not used by as many people, but it's worthwhile. So <clears throat> I truly believe that as we get closer to the election, we're going to see a greater push for censorship coming from Washington, D.C. So 
keep your eyes open on that. All right. So yesterday in Minnesota, uh, there was this event that took place. What you're looking at here is a pro-Palestine rally. Now, I am not ideologically opposed to supporters of Palestinian independence or the Palestinians themselves from having a demonstration. This is America, after all. You have the right to peaceably assemble, of course, within legal means, and freaking get her just quit working again. You have the right to meet. You have the right to uh, uh, to gather and, and to redress your grievances in the same way many of us did in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. But you should not have the right to break the law or stop people from being able to drive home or run errands or go to work or whatever it might be. And that's exactly what these assholes did in Minnesota. Uh, specifically, this, this particular rally was, I believe, organized by a city council, city council candidate who's running for city council in one of these uh, cities in Minnesota. And it's not just any road. This is a highway. All right. So, People would normally be speeding down this road at a very high rate of speed. And so people could have lost their lives. And let's be honest, I mean, in the same way that Hamas wants martyrs, uh, many other Islamic extremists are happy to lose their lives because that can be used as propaganda afterwards. Uh, these woke idiots in any number of Democrat-run cities, they would love it uh, if they had another sort of Kyle Rittenhouse situation because it's going to give them uh, another year and a half of uh, of, um, of material that they can use. They can make videos. They can uh, fo- feign outrage and make TikToks and talk about it and stuff. And that's exactly what happened here. So this mob of pro-Palestinian protesters, they blocked the highway. You've got people that are trying to go in all different directions. Uh, and, uh, and, and the unthinkable happened. Uh, an, an elderly man who was confused about just what the heck was going on, he tried to inch through the crowd. And these people, they surrounded his car and they started beating on his car. They swarmed him. They chased him. They harassed him and he got scared. And so he jumped out of his car with a knife trying to defend himself. He probably thought he was going to die because it wouldn't have been the first time that people just like these had pulled somebody out of their car and beaten them severely. So I want to show you guys the video of what happened here. And uh, so you can see just how chaotic the scene was. Um, they were actually laying down in the road right here. So let's go ahead and take a look. They're beating him in his car. They're beating his car. They broke his window out. All he wants to do is get through. He wants to go home. You know, he's probably got an, an elderly wife at home. He's probably got errands to run. Look at them. How dare they? How dare they damage this man's property? He can't go forward. He can't go back. He's trapped in the middle of these hundreds of radical leftist protesters. And who knows, maybe he was prepared for something like this to happen. Maybe he's been watching the news. Maybe he's seen the the mobs of leftist agitators hurting people, pulling them off. Thank God somebody's moving so that he can make his way through. And of course, they they look, they smash, smash, smash. 
They wanted to inflame this situation. They wanted to make it as bad as possible. And that's exactly what they did. And look, they're blocking it down here. And here they come running, just looking to pull this guy out of his car and beat the living snot out of him. And now he's trapped because you've got additional cars that are blocking the road. And what this city council candidate in Minnesota did uh, was to uh, make a TikTok and claim that this guy was some like right wing extremist who wanted to kill the protesters. And he showed up out of nowhere and for no reason. He uh, shoot. Hold on. Why isn't this working? He showed up out of nowhere and uh, and 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 he caused a scene and he, he was going to he was going to hurt people. And so, look, he's got to turn around and go the other way. And of course, they're waiting for him. They're right there. Shoot. Why isn't this working? I'm trying to get uh, the pilled window on screen, and it's just not working for me. I can only get the gold pills on screen. All right, well, that's what we're going to have to deal with. But th- this guy, I mean, he's just an old man, right? You know, you've got a bunch of crazy young leftist agitators surrounding his car, and now they're using it as a piece of propaganda when his life was truthfully in danger. So I have seen so many instances of this. It always ends this way. These people block the road. Somebody tries to get through and then, oh, you know, they're killing us. They're killing black trans women because we support Palestine. No, that's not what's happening. You guys are idiots and you're standing in the freaking road as people are trying to go through. Here is another video which shows this man in the wake of it just getting pummeled by these people. He's not going nowhere now. Look at him. He's crying. He's not going nowhere now. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. He's not going nowhere now. He's smashing his car. He's not going nowhere now. So they, they want to destroy. He's not going nowhere now. They want to destroy this guy. They want to. Motherfucker just. Look at And this is the guy. This is the guy who's running for city council. Zach Metzger. The change you asked for. This ain't the change I'm asking for, Zach. You're not the same as me. You are not, from my perspective, a real American. You're somebody who's looking to turn us into a communist hellhole. Where this kind of stuff is going to happen on a regular basis. This is not what America was built for. And you're lucky you didn't get your ass run over. I feel so bad for this guy. This poor old man. There is, uh, of course, now people out there looking for this guy, trying to find him. And I wouldn't be surprised if they were able to dox him and show up at his house. He identifies as black. (laughs) Yeah, these people are mental. But I'm fine with them exposing themselves. Because the more crap like this that they pull, the more that average Americans get fed up.
and say, you know what, enough is enough. If those people had been run over by that guy, it would have been totally justified. All right. Yeah, what happened to the men in America? Uh, I'll tell you what. They started pumping everybody full of soy and estrogen. Uh, They indoctrinated them in the schools. And they made them feel like second-class citizens. I saw this guy uh, that I watch. It's like a men's men's rights channel or something like that. I can't remember um, what you'd actually classify it as. But he was talking about the way that men are treated versus the way women are treated. And there is just so much hypocrisy. Like if you're a guy and uh, you don't want to sleep with uh, with a tranny, well, then you're a transphobic. <clears throat> if you're a guy and you're not attracted to a girl because of the way she looks, well, then you're a chauvinist. Um, if you're a guy and you don't want to date somebody who's got a career because you want a family, well, you know, then you're a misogynist. Uh, but if you're a woman, then you can basically date whoever you want doesn't you can su- suggest that they have to be a certain height they have to be a certain weight they have to have a certain body fat ratio uh and uh and and you're free to do whatever you want like this woman right here does it surprise you at all that a california nanny has been charged with molesting babies and sending pictures of that child abuse to random guys online, probably meeting them on Tinder. <clears throat> this hoe, Michelle Nicole Hidalgo, she's 28 years old. She's from Contra, Contra Costa County. Last month, uh, they, the police, got a tip from an unnamed social media platform saying that she had been sharing child pornography on the platform. Clearly, this girl has something wrong with her. Uh, she felt that the only way she could be of value uh, was to pimp out herself and the children that she had been entrusted with. This is the kind of stuff that I believe deserves the death penalty, to be quite honest with you. So police went through her social media conversations, and this guy was egging her on, demanding images of abuse of this infant. So they, of course came in and they busted her ass. Uh, They seized the equipment that was used in the production and the distribution of the child pornography. Uh, I believe at the time she was actually working for the family whose baby she was abusing. Now they have charged her with additional things because they've figured out since investigating just exactly how bad it was. Uh, She had initially four felony counts of child pornography uh, now she's been charged with three further accounts of child molestation of a victim under 10 and for using a minor in sex acts. What about the guy? What about the guy who received this child pornography? What about the guy who suggested to her that she abuse this child for his sexual gratification? I hope that he is also charged. I hope he's also arrested. And I hope that he meets the type of swift prison justice that is so often meted out to child abusers like him and like her. Now, when the cops confronted her about the images that she was sending, she confessed, but she said it was a stupid one-time mistake. Let me tell you, you forget to wear your seatbelt driving down the highway. That's a stupid one-time mistake. 
You sexually abuse a child and memorialize it on film and send it out to strangers on the Internet. And you've just destroyed someone's life forever. Because not only is that child going to be mentally and physically damaged because of the physical abuse you have perpetrated upon them, but every single time, that that picture, that video, that's never coming off the internet. These types of sick mother effers, they collect this stuff and then they sell it on the dark web. And the people who consume this type of pornography... They are not ones who are going to let it be deleted. So every single time that image is viewed or downloaded, that child is being re-abused. And that abuse is going to remain for the rest of their lives. And it will continue on long after. Because pedophilia is a major, major problem. This is not a one-time mistake. She's also pled not guilty, by the way. I mean, obviously, you know, most people are going to plead not guilty. Uh, But they are also looking to see if she's abused other victims. So the good news is she's being held on a $2.7 million bond, and she's facing 60 years to life in prison if convicted. I think she'll be convicted, and I hope she gets life. She deserves it. All right, so we are approaching the uh, the end of the show, and I wanted to make sure that we talked about Jenna Ellis before we uh, conclude for today. <clears throat> so Jenna Ellis has pled guilty in her felony case. Now, there is good and bad with this, and I had people asking in the chat before the show started, you know, what's the deal with everybody pleading guilty? And I said it last week with... Uh, 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 Sidney Powell, but I'll say it again today and I'll tell you exactly why these people are pleading guilty. So a lot of people are not happy with Jenna Ellis, not only because she pled guilty, but also because she turned on Donald Trump. She took a check from Ron DeSantis. She became a DeSantis 2024 simp on Twitter. And now because she's pleading guilty in relation to this case, a lot of people see that as an indictment of Donald Trump. It's not. So don't let them fool you. But the liberal left who are seething, who are salivating at the mouth at the possibility of Donald Trump being taken down in a criminal way, they see this and they are celebrating. There's nothing for them to celebrate here. Blurticus says that disgusting fat pig is an American. Yeah, citizenship revoked. That's something I'd like to see. I could support that. American citizenship revoked, and you get sent to Abu Ghraib. You get sent to some CIA black site hellhole in the middle of Egypt. How's about that? So there have been 18 co-defendants that President Trump was charged with. And there is a methodology to what Fannie Willis is doing down in Georgia. She, She charged everybody at the same time. She charged them with an overly zealous case that had no basis in fact. And she hit everybody with charges that would have put them in prison for decades if they had been convicted. Now, it's my assertion that there was nothing illegal that happened with any of these co-defendants down there in Georgia. But unfortunately, as a result of the charges, the severity of the charges, as a result of the rushed nature 
of the case. Fannie Willis trying to charge it or try everybody at the same time. I mean, that robs you of due process. Excuse me. That robs you of due process. I just did not burp on on camera. Wow. Sorry. But that really puts the defendants in a bad spot. Now, Sidney Powell, Kenneth Chesborough, they broke off of the case. They both pled guilty. Uh, and those cases have been dispensed. They pled guilty to misdemeanors. They're going to be on probation for five or six years. They had to write a letter of apology. Neither of them pled guilty to RICO charges. Jenna Ellis did not plead guilty to RICO charges. She pled guilty uh, to what I believe is a misdemeanor. Hold on. Let me actually pull this up. Aiding and abetting false statements and writings. That's what she pled guilty to. Uh, This case is not involving a capital felony. I waive indictment by a grand jury and instead allow the district attorney to charge me by accusation pursuant to this statute. I understand that I may enter a plea and be tried on this accusation according to the same rules of substantive and procedural laws relating to defendants who have been indicted by a grand jury. Now, I have no sympathy for Jenna Ellis. Jenna Ellis turned her back on President Trump. Uh, Jenna Ellis made the decision to get in bed with somebody who had no chance of beating Donald Trump. And once she was uh, tr- once she had been charged by Fannie Willis, she raised some two hundred and twenty thousand dollars for her legal defense. Now, the reason Jenna Ellis pled guilty to these reduced charges is so that she could get out from underneath this case. Do away with it. She doesn't have to worry about the possibility of going to prison. Sidney Powell did the same thing. Kenneth Chesbrough did the same thing. The bail bondsman did the same thing. None of them have pled guilty to anything serious. They are simply pleading guilty to lesser charges so that Fannie Willis has that check mark next to their name, she can say, oh, you know, we convicted them of some crime related to the 2020 election. It's great for propaganda purposes, and it allows the liberal left to point to it and say, oh, yeah, well, look, we won. But it's not a win for them. I mean, it is in a uh, symbolic sense. But for every single person who pleads guilty, gets out from underneath those charges, that's a win for them. Because they're not going to have to devote their time and their money to defending themselves in court. The only person who's going to be able to afford to do that, in my opinion, is probably Donald Trump. So I would not be surprised if you see other people also pleading guilty to reduce charges. Because to plead guilty to a low-level misdemeanor that's going to force you to write a letter of apology and be on probation for five years when you're already like following the law, that's really no big deal at the end of the day. And there is, of course, the question of these people being asked to testify against co-defendants, but there's no guarantee that they will, and even if they do, What are they actually going to testify to? Now, it's my understanding that Jenna Ellis and a number of other people, they were present at a uh, at a meeting at a legislative meeting. It was a hearing just talking about what's happened in the election. There's nothing illegal there. There's nothing illegal about what any of these people did. So there's nothing that they can testify to. Now, the thing that I think is really scummy is the $220,000 that she raised to defend herself, and now she's pled guilty. She won't need that. 
for purposes of, of pulling this plea deal, Jenna Ellis is a lawyer herself. She could have arranged that. She wouldn't necessarily need to pay an outside counsel to do that for her. So is she going to give that $220,000 back? Probably not. I think Jenna Ellis is a grifter. I think that uh, any of the people who turn their backs on Donald Trump, they are all grifters. But now she doesn't have to worry about the RICO charges. She's not going to have to worry about going to prison. And again, she will not have anything that she can testify to that would point to Donald Trump or any of the other people around her or him as having done something guilty. This is a cost-benefit analysis. It is a very simple, very simple factor that you have to take in. And you do the equation, you figure out at the end of the day, hey, it's going to cost me X number of dollars to go through a trial that's going to take so many months. At the end of that, I may have spent a million dollars, maybe more. Where's that money going to come from? Because lawyers don't take an IOU. You're going to have to give them money up front if they're going to represent you in a solid fashion. And then at the end of that, you may end up going to prison anyways because it is a heavily Democrat-skewed district in the same way that the jurists in Washington, D.C. are heavily skewed against Trump. They're going to do the same thing down here in Georgia. So I am not surprised to see her pleading guilty, uh, but I don't believe it's because she's going to have anything to say about Donald Trump. This is all about getting this over with. And from my research into criminal courts, my experience with that, this is very, very common. Now, in the case of President Trump and people surrounding him being charged, that's not common at all. But what they're doing, the tactics that Fannie Willis and these other prosecutors are using, this is exactly what they do on a daily basis. So, you know, God forbid you should ever find yourself in the criminal justice system. But if that happens, you can expect this exact same treatment. They throw the book at you so that you will be so afraid that you believe that you're going to pay all of the money you have in the bank to defend yourself. And then at the end of the day, it may not be enough. You may still end up going to prison, even if you're innocent. The American criminal justice system is skewed against people like us. And Fannie Willis knows it. And she's willing to use every single tool in her tool bag to make sure that these people are going to pay. So Jenna Ellis took the easy way out. There's really no other uh, strategy going on here, from my opinion. Uh, this letter she's going to have to write, what she's going to say, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I didn't, I'm sorry I believe that the election was stolen. I'm sorry I looked on the videos of uh, the um, polling sites being closed down and kicking Republicans out and then ballots being pulled out of suitcases. I'm sorry that based upon all the evidence that's been presented by both Republicans and Democrats over the years, these electronic voting machines are likely hackable, connected to the Internet and totally can't be trusted. What's she actually going to say? She's not going to say anything that's going to hurt Donald Trump because Donald Trump did nothing wrong. This is, again, a list of all of the defendants and the various charges. A a RICO case could have put her in prison for decades. But she's going to have five years probation. She's going to have a $5,000 fine. 
She's going to have to serve 100 hours of community service and pen this apology letter to the people of Georgia. So it's over for Jenna Ellis, and it will probably be over for a lot of other people. You know, I actually, I didn't see her crying. I've seen that said. I've seen people saying she was tearful. Uh, It's got to be humiliating, even if she knows she's innocent, even if she knows that none of these people did anything wrong. I mean, you know, if you've ever had to find yourself in the criminal justice system, then you're probably aware of just how stressful it is. And it's a lot worse if you're innocent because you feel like your world is going to come crashing down. You're going to lose everything. It's it's happened to many, many people. You know, the, the government decides they want to go after you. And that's it. I heard a horrific story at GART 2. And uh, it was from some some Badlands viewers. And I invited them to come on the show, but I don't think that they want to because they don't want to be public. But uh, the wife, her parents have been targeted by the IRS. Uh, They her parents had sold some land and the IRS decided that they forgot to check a box and they were coming for them and they wanted all of the money that. They decided that their parents owed all of these money in back taxes, and the parents knew that they didn't. They knew they did nothing wrong, and so they used what little money they had to represent themselves in court. They had a lawyer, and the IRS dragged it out for as long as they possibly could. They bankrupted them. Then they got a judgment against them, and then they threw them in prison. Okay, This is an elderly couple in their 70s. And they put them in prison. Now, they fought because they knew they were innocent. They knew that they had right, just goodness on their side. But at the end of the day, it didn't matter. They both spent a couple of years in prison. And uh, they died not long thereafter. And it was a horrific tale. And the IRS got everything. And they put these elderly people in prison. Okay, that's the kind of thing that happens in the U.S. justice system. It's skewed. It's like what happened to Derek Chauvin. That guy didn't kill George Floyd, and he certainly didn't kill George Floyd because he was black. None of those officers had any part in the death of George Floyd, but they all ended up in prison. Derek Chauvin's going to get out in maybe 40 years, something like that, maybe a little bit sooner if he's lucky. But that man's life is over. For what? Because they wanted to make an example of somebody. Because they wanted to sacrifice a white man on the altar of George Floyd, a career criminal and drug addict. George Floyd didn't deserve a tear shed by anybody. And I am perfectly comfortable saying that. It's a tragedy when anybody dies, especially from a drug overdose. But if you're a drug addict and you know what you're doing, and believe me, George Floyd knew what he was doing, you know that there is a distinct possibility that today might be the last day. So you F around, you find out. The tragedy is that those officers were present at the time that George Floyd was finding out. So as an innocent person, you can very easily have the book thrown at you and you can have your whole life destroyed out from underneath you. So I don't begrudge any of these people from pleading guilty. 
Uh, if they end up pleading guilty and making up some BS about President Trump, well, I'm going to have something to say about that for sure. All right, Zach. Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. Cassass's uh, ass. Uh, how do you say this? Cassass rumble or is it Cass's ass rumble? Um, all right. So uh, we have a couple of thank yous I want to give over on. The Foxhole, Redeemed Patriot, says, thanks for being positive. Thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Uh, also says, uh, shout out for Sarah Huckabee Sanders for taking 160 acres from China and taking out woke terms in government. Yeah, I actually saw that. Uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders is totally awesome as far as I'm concerned. Uh, taking back that land that the Chinese were able to, to gobble up, we should be doing that all over the country. Governors in every single state should be reappropriating that land and using it for the benefit of the American people. Give it to American farmers, okay? Let us determine our own destiny. I don't want to give over my control of my life to Monsanto or the Chinese or even the U.S. government. I want to be able to choose the direction of my life. And I think that is, you know, quite honestly what I, most of us, all of us want. We just want to live. We want to live free, free from tyranny. And unfortunately, that seems to be the only thing, the only language that they understand. Sarah Huckabee Sanders also, uh, with a stroke of a pen, removing woke terms from government. Now, the only problem is that although the terms are no longer going to be in place, <clears throat> those same leftist morons who put those terms in into that legislation or that uh, the statutes or whatever it might be, they're still in government. I think what we really need is a reevaluation of the people who are working in government. We need a, a cleansing, freaking cleansing is what I think we need. Uh, porposeful, thank you for the cookie. Cole Burner 68, thank you for that cookie. Uh, Sean Joe, thank you for three cookies, my man. And then Porposeful, uh, thank you for the cookie as well. Kick Dreaming says, can I live? I certainly hope you can live, brother. Uh, let me see. And just want to make sure I didn't miss anything here. Oh, Barine Jane, you saw George Floyd's porn? <laughs> oh, sorry about that one. Oh, that is too funny. I never looked for it. Mm. Uh, when things turn around and we regain power, everyone who brought these bogus crimes against all of them and you, Zach, at all, should be required to pay back every permit to the victims. I absolutely agree. Yeah. I want reparations. <laughs> I want my reparations. Honestly, I would be perfectly, perfectly comfortable if we can just fix America. And I don't need nothing. Okay? I'll, I'll, I will build my, myself back up in whatever way I possibly can. Uh, I feel like the place we are now with uh, Foxhole and, and with Rumble and, you know, hopefully with Getter. I don't know. Getter never started working again or did it. Yeah, it actually did start working again. Um, well, you know, I, I hope that uh, that it continues. I hope that uh, they don't uh, – they're not successful in removing that from us as well. All right, you guys. But in the meantime, I am not going to give up. I'm going to continue to fight. I hope that you will as well. And uh, let's go ahead and pass out these gold pills. And then I'll be back tomorrow uh, with another episode of Red Pill News Live at 5 p.m. And then at 9 p.m., I'll be on 
my program with Brad Getz. If you guys wouldn't mind, I'm looking over here at the Rumble chat. We've got 3,569 people, 70 people, 71 people watching, and only 258 likes. Please, hit that like button. If you can help me get to 2,000 likes on every single show, that would really, really help out. Because people look at the like count to dislike count, and then they look at the views. If I've got 60,000 views with only 800 likes, people are going to be like, well, it's not a very good video. I feel like my videos, my, my, my reporting is, is better than that. I don't know. Maybe I am completely off base and I just suck and I don't even know it. So I don't know. Tell me by hitting that like button whether or not what I do is of value. I would sincerely appreciate it. Uh, and, of course, uh, over there at uh, the Foxhole, thank you very much for uh, your support. Always appreciate it. And um, it's ironic that Zach, Zach mentioned Monsanto just as I drove past their old headquarters in St. Louis. They are now Bayer and still have a jab mandate. Yeah, Ugh. Monsanto, Bayer, it's all disgusting. All right, you guys, if you wouldn't mind, please share the show after we're done here. If you guys ever don't have time to listen or watch the video, you can also get the audio-only version of the podcast. It's available on my website. It's available on Google and Apple Podcasts. I am also in a couple of other smaller podcasting platforms, but pretty much banned uh, everywhere else. No Spotify, no Amazon. Um, What's funny is that they still let me have an Amazon account, but they won't let me post my podcast there, and I use the exact same email to do it. Before we go, let me just say once more, don't forget about my sponsor over here at onenessdrops.com, onenessdrops.com, where you can get your chlorine dioxide water purification kits. Use code RP78 to save 15% off your order every single time you order. Chlorine dioxide is an excellent thing to have on hand, either to take on a daily basis for your ongoing health regimen, or if you just want to make sure that you're able to uh, have safe, clean drinking water if the ish does hit the fan. I got to say, uh, we're getting closer and closer every single day. Uh, so onenessdrops.com, please, when you support them, you'll be supporting the channel. Uh, and uh, also, My Patriot Supply, prepare with redpill78.com. They don't actually have a deal right now. This is the first time I've seen that in all of the years that I've been uh, sponsored by them. And uh, maybe that's because they think they they don't need to offer a deal right now because uh, things are inevitably going to go south and people are going to be buying food. But, you know, get yourself a three month supply of food, have it on hand, and uh, you'll make sure that you'll be ready when the apocalypse comes. Uh, and then, of course, in the event of the apocalypse, you want to make sure you've got the best possible sleeping conditions, uh, the Giza Dream Sheets at MyPillow.com. A good friend of the show, Mike Lindell, has sponsored the program. All you do is use code RP78, and you can save up to 80% off of all of the luxurious products that Mike offers, made in the USA, produced by American Hands in Mike's American Factory. And, of course, you'll also be supporting Mike's efforts uh, to fix the election system and to support his defense against the frivolous defamation suits. This is the thing, you guys. They're going after Mike for like a billion dollars, something crazy like that. And uh, and he's he's ran out of money. You know, I'm so lucky I've never had to go to court. I, I don't know what the hell I would do. 
You know, it, it, it's not uncommon for people to uh, to do drastic things when faced with uh, drastic circumstances. And I just ask that you continue to pray for me. If you can support my sponsors, if you can support the show, then please do so. And then uh, one final shout out, because they were the sponsor at the very beginning of the show. Uh, my friends at Kenozen.com, they are literally viewers of the program and uh they are uh, they are American Patriots. Knozen.com. I just want to show you guys the website. Over at Knozen.com, get yourself the Arctos 45L Outdoor Rucksack Backpack. It's on special right now for $37. It truly is a, a great backpack. Uh, it is, uh, you know, maybe you're not going to go swimming with this thing, but if you're out hiking in the rain, uh, your, uh, your gear is not going to get wet. It holds a lot of stuff. I have uh, been a lifelong hacker, uh, hacker, hiker and backpacker. And so I've bought a lot of backpacks over the years. Uh, this is a really great, inexpensive backpack that you can have on hand uh, just in case everything does go wrong. So until tomorrow, good luck. God bless. We'll see you then. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 
Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare Flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.